Welcome to the Live Well, Perform Better podcast. My name is David Duggan and I'm the director of Below the Line, an Irish-based consultancy specialising in helping people, teams and organisations raise their levels of consciousness, inner potential and performance. I am part of a team made up of experts from the worlds of business, elite sport, adventure and health and well-being. We are coaches, mentors and advisors to some of the world's biggest companies and organisations, as well as smaller businesses, entrepreneurs and people looking to make their mark in the world. Our guiding mantra at Below the Line is live well, perform better. What does that mean, you might ask? Good question. Maybe the easiest way to describe it from our perspective is finding the formula that works for you when it comes to things like looking after your physical and mental health, running your business, developing your career, leading your people, or simply being able to show up as brilliantly as possible into your own life, both for yourself and those around you. That's why each week I sit down with a member of our team or an invited guest for a conversation that focuses on the question, what do the words live well, perform better mean to you? This question is a way into exploring with people from a range of different backgrounds, industries and disciplines. What are the practices, techniques, habits or ideas that they use to help them to show up and be at their best in all areas of their lives? whether that's as CEOs, leaders or managers, or as parents, family members or friends. We keep it short and sweet so that you can extract all the good stuff and get on with the rest of your day and hopefully put some of our knowledge, experience and expertise into play for yourself. This week I'm delighted to be joined by another very special guest, Anne-Marie Graham of Mindset Success Strategies. Anne-Marie is a coach who works with business owners and entrepreneurs of all kinds, helping them get the most out of themselves and their business in ways that align with their values and what they want their experience of their lives to be. In this conversation, Anne-Marie spoke to me about her career, which began in nursing before setting up a healthcare business, selling that business, and now bringing her hard-won knowledge and experience to bear in helping people to reach their business and life goals through expert coaching and programs. Drawing on the work of such notable coaches and psychologists as Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor and Brian Tracy, Anne-Marie spoke to me about the importance of uncovering and challenging our often unconscious, self-limiting beliefs. Why we all need our own set of daily habits and practices to maintain strong mental clarity and focus, as well as why she believes in the truly authentic and impactful coach as being one who practices what they preach. You can subscribe at www.belowtheline.ie where you can stay up to date with our podcast as well as our exclusive online events and sessions including our Press Pause coaching community. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Before we start this week's episode, I'd like to take a minute to let you know about the next in-person event we are hosting on the 2nd and 3rd of March 2023 in the beautiful Brook Lodge Hotel and Spa in McCredden Village, County Wicklow. Our first elemental leadership experience took place earlier in October 2022 and it went so well that we decided to do it all again. As we all know, the past few years have been a mixed experience for us all. For some, it has been about stress management, coping and surviving, both personally and professionally, while for others, it has been a time for recovery, reflection and self-care. Either way, we all know and can see that yet again our world is changing and with it so must our mindset, our attitude and our energy. Which is why we're offering you the opportunity to recharge your leadership, rediscover your performance edge and re-inspire yourself to successfully meet the moment and challenge of right now. 
At the Elemental Leadership Experience, you will be a participant in two days of inspiring sessions, workshops and talks, facilitated by the Below the Line team of expert business and performance coaches, all while enjoying wonderful accommodation and hospitality in a beautiful part of the world with a group of like-minded, success-orientated people. Places are limited, so if this sounds like something you want to be a part of, head over to www.belowtheline.ie for full details on how you can reserve your place and avail of our early bird rate, an offer which extends until the 1st of December 2022. Thanks for listening, and now, on with the show. Thanks a million for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're someone I've known for a while now and someone I have followed and to continue to follow. Um, so it's great to have you on the podcast. I think a lot of people are going to get um, an awful lot out of this. Um, but I wanted to start with my now traditional question, which is, please tell me, why do you do what you do? Uh, why do I do what I do? So I, I love helping people realise their true potential. So we have phenomenal potential when we can sometimes get out of our own heads, as I talk to my clients about. So I just love seeing people make transformations and entrepreneurs in particular. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and seeing them transform themselves, lead themselves differently and just get different business results. It's so, so rewarding. For me, what drives that is your own story, it seems to me, uh, all the development that you went through and put yourself through. You're really passionate about bringing that to as many people as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, David. Like my clinical background, and so I'm a nurse by profession, maybe in case some of your listeners don't know. Um, one of the reasons I started my own business, so my clinical background was neuroscience. So I was always fascinated by, you know, the way the brain works, the way why people do what they do, what brings results and what doesn't. Um, and I guess when I when I look back on my time in neurosurgery and neuro rehab, there was a huge coaching element in that, although we didn't call it coaching and nursing. Um, but it was just fascinating to see people make progress when their mindset was right. And sometimes patients against all the odds would make phenomenal recoveries. So that always, you know, fascinated me. And I always had a huge interest myself in self-development and personal development. So I guess that really drove me then to, I went into workplace health and my first business was a workplace health business. And really, um, I was asked actually on a podcast last week, why did I, you know, make the transition into entrepreneurship? And I guess one of the things for me was, although I loved so many aspects of nursing, I always felt there was an element of my life was going to be controlled by other people. So by a system, so your time, your time off, your annual leave, your salary. So there were a lot of caps on things like that. And I wasn't necessarily comfortable with, you know, going down that route until retirement. And that was really what drove me to setting up my, you know, my first business, which I did in 2004. And then built that then over 11 years. And I sold it to one of my competitors then in 2015. And it was during all that, that, you kept, if you like, pushing the envelope on yourself, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of the end of my second year in business, I re- <clears throat> what I kind of felt was I was working really hard and I was doing the same thing I had been doing and that wasn't going to bring me different results. So that was actually when I hired my, my own first coach um, that I worked with for a period of about three years. But but yeah, I did a lot of self-development work on myself. You know, um, I hadn't come from a business background. I had no business experience. I failed business studies in school. I didn't even take business studies as a subject for leaving cert. So I guess I had a lot of limiting beliefs myself that I felt could hold me back. And it was really a matter then of me working through those. And I went on then to study under the likes of Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Brian Tracy, you know, people like that who were top of their field. 
Um, and that really, really transformed my first business and transformed me so that I could transform the business. What are the main performance or business challenges that you see facing people um, that you encounter on a regular basis? Uh, business growth is probably the biggest one uh, and profitability within the business. So, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are very busy, but they're not making any money. Um, and sometimes that can be a money paradigm. It can be an issue around their pricing. It can be that they're not targeting their ideal clients. You know, they're offering discounts just to get the work. And really, that that's that's a mindset. That's a belief. You know, there's um, and when you change those belief systems, I find when I help clients change those belief systems and they start to see their own potential, they start to value themselves more. That's then when they can really grow their business. And as I say, grow a profitable business. It's not just about, you know, the turnover and growing the turnover figure. It's really the net profit. How much money do, does Emory have in the bank at the end of the month? You know, that's that's a huge factor for me. And I guess probably for women, um. With, with a lot of women, I tend to have to do quite a bit of work with them around money and valuing themselves in terms of the way they price. I probably have to do more work with women on that than I do with men, which is interesting. Talk to me about value and valuing themselves. What what do you mean by that? Or just go into that in a little bit more detail. I think that's really interesting. So really, our, our subconscious mind is the powerhouse um, within us. So our subconscious mind, because it can't originate thought of its own, it will take whatever we give it. So it doesn't care what we plant, but it will deliver results based on the thoughts that we think. So, you know, sometimes people say to me, but but I, I, it's, you know, if I'm working somewhere where, where really it transpires that they don't feel good enough or they don't, you know, and that, that, that can translate in terms of it can show up as procrastination. It can show up as perfectionism on the opposite side of the scale. And, you know, clients will often say to me, but I'm really, I don't say that to myself, but where that belief system is running, that's what we act on. So, you know, we may be afraid to go for the bigger contracts. We may be afraid to price according to really what we feel we're worth. But that's all running in our subconscious mind. And, you know, our subconscious mind has been conditioned from, say, our debut on Earth, up, particularly up to about the age of eight, eight years of age. So the paradigms and the mental programming that we have, sometimes clients aren't even aware of they're not until they can recognize it, you know, they can't work on it. You know, and I think that's the value of coaching, because I think and certainly for me, you know, even though I would have done a lot of self-study and self-learning, there's only so far you can bring yourself. And, you know, as you know, um, with your business as well, because the subconscious mind is designed to keep us safe. It's designed to keep us comfortable. So if we're pushing out of that boundary and if we're pushing ourselves more the subconscious mind kicks in to shut us right back down again and that's where very often you need the external you know coach or mentor to really get you to look at those difficult questions and to look within is it can be difficult you know particularly when people start out doing it it can be but yeah the, the belief systems are held in the subconscious mind and that's our emotional mind so it's based on the way we feel you're right as well to say uh, that that work is challenging. It's also, it's never a one and done process. Is it an ongoing work, a piece of work, struggle, whatever you want to call it for people? Or, or can you get to a point where it's sorted or fixed? Uh, I, I think that largely comes down to perception. So if we see it as a struggle and we see it as a challenge, that's exactly what it's going to be. If we see, you know, kind of the zigzag path, there's no straight line to success. You know, we're going to have bumps in the road. We're going to have detours. And if we can frame those in terms of, 
what can I learn? What can I do differently? Rather than beating ourselves up that it's a mistake or seeing it as a failure. So perception hugely uh, controls it. And, and, and yes, I would say self-development is an ongoing process because when you reach a new level of growth and expansion, guess what? The subconscious mind is still there and it's going to still react the same way to challenge. But I guess for me, what I teach clients is techniques around breaking through that wall of fear. And I think once you learn to do that, it, that becomes your process. And that's when you can really exponentially grow. Yeah, yeah. I, I was at, at your first in-person event recently, uh, which was a real game changer for me. It was fantastic. Great to see in action. But you mentioned there was something about that point around the subconscious brain, which is about visualizing, seeing seeing yourself where you want to be, all that type of stuff, and just allowing that to happen because the conscious brain will, it'll mix all that up by starting to worry about details. And that's exactly where my head goes an awful lot of the time, which is, but how will that work? Or how will that happen? Or no, I couldn't. And the game changer for me in, in, on that morning was forget about the details because the details will just get, you know, will, will in many respects take care of themselves if you start to, to program the subconscious brain that way. Is, am I paraphrasing that correctly? And could you tell me a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So what I always say to people is trust the process. And you'll have heard me say that a number of times that morning. So the most powerful tool we have is our imagination. And the thing with the subconscious mind is the subconscious, because it can't originate thought of its, own, of its own, it will take what it sees or what you give it as real. So it can't process the difference between what's real and what's imaginary. So what I, you know, very often people say to me, but what do I need to do? And it's more about who do you need to be to reach the level of success that you want? What does that successful person, you know, what do they look like? How do they think? How do they act? Um, so it's more around how you need to be within yourself. And as I said, because the subconscious mind can't process the difference between what's real and what's imagined, when you're acting as if you're already successful and you've raised your vibrational energy to that level, the subconscious mind takes that as real. So you become more aware of opportunities that you might not have seen before. So I always say to people, when you know the what, the how will show up. If I go back to um, our, our strap line here below the line, I always ask uh, again, our guests this, it's, it's live well, perform better. Yeah. What does that mean to you? So I think live, living well really for me is about living in alignment with my values. So the value of authenticity, the value of honesty, the values of integrity. Um, so for me, it's very much about that. I guess as well, I'm what I would call a recovering perfectionist. So in my first business, by the time I sold that business, I was really crossing the line into burnout, you know, and it was, and that was where I had to regroup and say, okay, what needs to change here within what, how I'm thinking, not necessarily what I was doing. Um, so, you know, because I was, I hit that, you know, awareness in my first business, I guess I run this business very differently. So self-care is a huge um, part for me of the work I do with my clients. And um, because if there isn't self-care, you can't you can't deliver in an authentic way. You know, so you, you might be very action. Uh, and I as a person would have been very goal oriented, very action focused. But but that can then become a real push and you're on to the next goal, next goal, next goal. And it's around gratitude and appreciation for where you're at your successes to date, what you've learned, maybe failures on how, you know, you've learned to to push through those challenges. 
So that's a huge part of it in terms for me of living well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I imagine then, again, another question I always ask our, our guests is, um, I, I, I'm guessing a lot of that stuff feeds into daily habits, practices that you engage in yourself. Could you talk to me a bit more about what might some of those things be for you that really work? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of two two game changers for me were around uh, meditation. So actually calming the mind um, and being more mindful of the way I was thinking, what I was doing. Um, visualization is another one. So again, because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined, when you're in a, a process of visualization of whatever your goal might be, your subconscious mind has taken in all that information. So they would have been two things. And then on the kind of doing side, I um I was I've been lucky enough to train under Jack Canfield and I did my first kind of training with him back in the early mid 2000 actually probably 2005 uh, and one of the things that he had was what he calls the rule of five so that's five things that I can do this week to move me nearer my my goal to move me nearer my vision but you have to have you have to start with having a vision of what it is you want because if you don't know what it is you want, then, you know, everything many rules will take you there. So the, the rule of five on the action side is something for me. And and study every day. So I, I will read every day for an hour. So something around self-development or coaching or, um, you know, material that will help me, first of all, be a better coach. And also then help me be a better business owner and grow more steadily. So daily reading, daily visualization and a meditation. Um, and, you know, meditation is something I find very, very difficult. It took me a long time to master meditation. And what I would say to listeners, if they maybe feel the same, there are so many guided meditations on on the internet. So if you go on to, you know, the likes of proctorgallagher.com, Bob Proctor has a number of them. Canfield has loads of them so the guided meditation can give you focus because you listen to the words and you just you you concentrate on the breathing and it really does just calm you know I suppose it calms the mind and sometimes that's when you can have breakthroughs and ideas so you know very often I will do a meditation and just something will be coming in and I will write that down and I look at where do I need to factor this into my goal of what I'm doing or how I'm thinking you know, joining the dots between what you were saying earlier as well about living more in line with your values, um, being authentic. You know, you're also really living that self-care uh, piece for yourself. You can't be coaching around that stuff uh, authentically if you're not doing some of those things yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, I talk, um, Bob Proctor used to always talk about being a product of your product. Um, and it actually fascinates me how many coaches don't have a coach themselves. So for me, I couldn't credibly sell a coaching program if I didn't have you know, and I have I have two coaches at the moment. I have one who's very much on the personal development side, um, and then I have one who's more on the sales, marketing, business strategy side. But yeah, I do think you have to live you you have to live the values that you you're trying to you know empower other people to to make or changes that you want other people to make. Mm, mm. The phrase I heard about this recently was uh, this idea of be the prayer, not the preacher. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. You know? I love it. <laughs> so it's a yeah a, a, a different kind of twist on yeah. it and then look last my last question i'm sorry my second last question but um on um 
on this topic of, of live well and perform better. What's your one piece of advice for anyone who's listening to this podcast and thinking, how do I, how do I live well? How do I perform better? Where, where would you start or where would you advise people to, to start looking first? Where I would advise people to start is know what it is you want. When you know what it is you want, then you, you can do your gap analysis around, okay, where am I now? And what needs to improve or change or who do I need to become to get to where it is I want? Um, so that that would be a huge um, that would be a huge part of it for me. And also then living by purpose. So, you know, what you're doing, bring you joy. That's what you work at, bringing you joy is your business, your business, bring you joy. And sometimes, again, that's around perception. Sometimes we have to find the joy. And find even the joy, maybe in challenge. So I, I think, you know, it, it's and I've worked with business owners before where, you know, financial freedom might be the main goal, but it's still really important that they're living their life on purpose. So what they're doing is aligned with who they believe they are. And then it is a matter of setting, setting the goal and looking at. And, you know, um, uh, I was actually reading a book, Tiny Habits. I've been reading that for the last few weeks through one of my one of my groups. And it's about what one thing could I change today? What one habit, even even work on one. I would I would always say to people, don't work on any more than two habits at a time, because what will happen is you get overwhelmed. You're so out of your comfort zone. Your subconscious mind kicks in and says, Amory, stop, stay safe, stay comfortable. And it can be very overwhelming. But when you change, when you make tiny changes to habits consistently, you know, and it's that whole thing of we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is it's not an act, it's a habit. So it's just about looking at, okay, what's the one habit I could change that could bring me success? I imagine, um, I know from my own experience um, as someone who has had coaching and delivers a bit himself and, and as do you, but having that person, having a coach can be really, really valuable in that regard because it it does two things as I see it. It, it does, it helps to inspire and um, encourage you to maybe take action, but it also provides that accountability piece. Maybe Would you have any thoughts on that? Absolutely. And accountability is the key. When you have somebody external, externally holding you accountable and when you have a coach who's asking you, and you know, this is what I always say, coaches simply ask good questions. You know, and it's about the person finding the answers within themselves. So if you're willing to go into it with honesty and you're willing to look, take a look on the inside, warts and all, um, that's where coaching, you know, is. Uh, look, most if you look at top successful athletes, sports people, world leaders, all of them have coaches for a reason. But I think the accountability piece is absolutely huge. That is one of the biggest values you can bring to somebody as a coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then lastly just before you go i'm sure people listen to this one wonder where can they find you and um i know that you offer coaching uh, as a as a one-to-one -one proposition you've got groups you've got all sorts of programs but can you just tell us a little bit more about about that stuff yeah so on my website um the main programs that i deliver are on my website which is mindsetsuccessstrategies.com um so i i typically you know for it for an individual i don't tend to do individual one-off coaching sessions i tend to take people for a minimum of four sessions and that's in order to achieve you know some, some level of success in terms of where they are versus where they want to be and um, but i typically work with people over a six-month period so i have there's one there's one bob proctor program i did it myself years ago as a student and it was a game changer for me and um, it's called thinking into results and i do that as group and i do it as one-to-one -one. 
but I mean, that took me in, you know, in my third year in business from kind of a 70,000 euro business to 170,000 within 12 months. And what changed was within me, the way I was thinking. And that's why he calls it thinking into results. Um, I also deliver uh, the success principles, which is one of Jack Canfield's programs. Um, so they're the kind of, and then there's another one, Lead the Field, that I deliver, which is an Aaron Nightingale program. But having said that, if somebody you know wants to come to me, say I took on a new client last week who wants to uh, perfect her speaking. So she speaks at a lot of uh, medical conferences and she wanted just to perfect uh, her speaking because speaking makes her really nervous. And that is one of our one of our big top five fears. So, so with her, we're going to do four sessions around that and then see where we're at. But the deep, yeah, the details are on, are on the website. Fantastic. And obviously you're on LinkedIn so people can, um, can, okay. can find you there and reach out to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. Brilliant. Well, look, Anne-Marie, um, Thanks a million. That uh, that was brilliant. Uh, loads of insight there. And I think, yeah, look, if anyone if anyone is is intrigued by any of this stuff, I think absolutely get in touch with you, reach out. Um, because as I said, I've experienced it. Um, I know the value that you bring and I know that you bring that value um, from a place of authenticity because you've lived it. Um, and I think for anyone listening to that, that's really clear. So thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, David. Lovely to be on the show. Thank you so much. This episode brings the curtain down on season three of the Live Well, Perform Better podcast. Thank you so much for listening and staying up to date with us and for all your kind words, comments and feedback. It means a great deal to us. A huge thank you as well to all our guests for giving up their time and sharing their stories, insights and their experience. Again, we greatly appreciate it. We will be back in 2023 with more episodes, more inspiring conversations and more great guests. Until then, we hope you have a great Christmas and a peaceful and happy new year and we will see you on the other side.